0: Well, hello. Welcome to Midlife State of Mind, the show for that middle section of your life. The one that comes after you've raised yourself, your kids, and the rim on your rose-colored glasses. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. And I'm your host, Alicia Jessness, And we're so excited for you to join
1: us as we talk about all the weird and wonderful ways things change as you navigate midlife. The state of mind, that is. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are back for episode 10, which
0: is, what are we what are we talking about this week, Erin? We are talking about designer vaginas. Designer vaginas, yeah. you guys. Did you even Bedazzle know... your vagina.
1: <laughs> did you even know that was a term? I did not know that was it a term. It is a term. I didn't make it up. I right. know. And you know, I've heard of some of the things that we're going to talk about today, like... Um, you know, vaginal rejuvenation and labioplasties and um,
0: revirgination,
1: revirgination <laughs> and like, clitoral that's... unhooding. Yeah, that well. is one that I had not heard about. Yeah, yeah well, So all of these things are part of the topic of designer.
0: Vaginas. Yeah, vagina is over forty. Vagina. I mean, 40. if we wanted to, like, you know, say, vagina is over forty. Like, yeah, yeah. You, if you have not gotten a mirror out and looked at your own vagina. You you really need to at this point in your life. Yeah, what is even happening? Right, like so you should be able to label the parts on a like on your you know like what is your labia majora? What is your labia minora? Sounds like um you know what always every time I you know you have these like association associations. There's that um, island. Off of Spain, Majorca or something. I don't know why, but I that's always what I like. You I always think, think about your vagina as an Labia island, Majora, Yes, <laughs> it's an island unto itself. It's an island paradise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but well, so listen, maybe if I have some vaginal rejuvenation,
1: <laughs> I was blown away just talking about like designer vaginas. Um, I ran across a documentary on Netflix called "For Vaginas' Sake"
0: and. Was I... it the number four or four F-O-R? Four F-O-R. Okay. So here's a blew so you don't have four vaginas.
1: I do not have four vaginas. I would like to meet anyone who does. I am very curious visually. I would just like to see that. No, don't I would. ever Google that. I would like to see it. <laughs> so um, anyway, I, I would like to see any kind of... I'm very curious about physical abnormalities. Is That's probably a weird thing. Not, not in a fetish kind of way. I just am interested to to see mm. different types of bodies. All of our vaginas look different
0: by the way. so there They're are no two alike. Right. They're like your nose or your finger it's a fingerprint. It's, it's the it's the it's the genital fingerprint of your It's the of equivalent of, your, of a, a genital a fingerprint. 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 Yeah. yeah. So no no fingerprints are the same and no vaginas No are two same. snowflakes are the same. No two vaginas are the same. That's right. Your vagina is beautiful no matter what it looks like. Totally. Like I used to have a big hang up about my vagina. Did you? Oh, I mean, just like, you know, being 16 and going to the doctor. I'm like, oh my gosh. I wasn't
1: hung up about the way my vagina looked. I was just hung up about someone that I didn't know looking at it and touching it. I just feel like the whole procedure is so odd. We should have come up with a better system by now. Let me tell you the one thing about this movie, though. And we're going to circle right back to that. Strange people touching your vagina
0: I'm like I don't know who strange would be touching your vagina But I'm interested to know We're
1: going to circle right back to that So this is what blew me away This is why I brought up that documentary Is they go over in this documentary Talking about There's a portion where They ask women In this group Environment In this group therapy session You know how many of you have not Physically seen your vagina And it is the majority of the participants Hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's this documentary because then I searched other documentaries. But so they literally had them get a hand mirror. Yeah, they handed out hand mirrors and actually look at your vagina. And it was mind blowing to me how many women had not done this. I thought like when you're a teenager and you're exploring your sexuality and your parts and that everybody did that. Yeah. Evidently, that is not the case. It's yet another
0: thing that is stigmatized. Totally. Well, can I tell you, so when you talk about hand mirror, just like bringing to mind, when I was giving birth to my first son, Garrett, and um, he was crowning, and they're like, do you want to see? And I was like, yeah. I was thinking that they were going to give me a little hand mirror. This is going to be another thing we have. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, so I thought... I'm picturing, oh, they're going to go get me a little hand mirror. I'm going to mm-hmm. hold it, and I'm going to see, mm-hmm. oh, look, a baby's head. No, they roll in a, you know, 14 by 16 mirror yes. on wheels. Yes. So you can see the whole area. Yeah, and I'm everything like, uh, that's going on. move that.
1: Um, I was like, listen, I had to push. I don't know how long you had to push. How long? With Garrett. I don't remember. It was a while first okay. baby, so yeah. I was in labor for almost exactly twenty four hours. My water mm-hmm. broke at two a.m. I had him at two eleven a.m. the following day. When I had been pushing for quite some time,
0: mm-hmm. what well, swells?
1: Yeah, when they brought that, <laughs> and I was okay with it, and the doctor was okay with it. It was just this was going to be a slow one. Yeah, right. For FYI, that was my only one. This isn't why, but. When they rolled that mirror in, I went from calm, cool, collected, and pushing to get it out. That's exactly what I get said. Get it out. I was like, get that. I listen. I'm I was a like, woman, oh and I'm my gosh. I'm
0: real comfortable with my vagina. Me but too. I it did was not ginormous. See it like that. <laughs> it was ginormous. I was like, <laughs> whose vagina is that? I'm like, that's not a vulva. That's a Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes i'm like get that thing out of here i, I do w- not yes it, i'm going that forever. Swollen and it's like full of fluid and you've got a baby pressing down yeah no that's not the time to explore your vagina for the very first time or please, you're gonna scare please yourself. don't let the first time that you've ever seen your vagina be during childbirth it will
1: freak you out it may freak you out even if you've seen your vagina a thousand times yes it freaked
0: me out and I had seen mine but yeah you should definitely be so that's interesting where was this um documentary like where did that take place was it like so it was a retreat it's literally a retreat a retreat like in the U.S. in the U.K. I think and... so no yeah I believe it was in the U.S. okay because I was gonna say I could see in like I don't obviously remember it's cultural accents. I think mm-hmm. sometimes too like mm-hmm some cultures like in hang on I have it pulled up right here I'll tell you my European friends you know are much more comfortable with um their um, vaginas well just with their nakedness like it's like I remember one of my friends um from Germany when I was in playgroup years and years ago Like, for her to see her parents naked still at this time, you know, she's a 30-something-year-old woman, it wasn't a big deal. Her parents saw her naked. She saw her parents naked. Her kids, you know, it wasn't like any – it wasn't sexualized. And I've always been that way, and it used to, like – drive Jeff crazy when our kids were young and they would I would be in the shower and they would come in. No, same with me.
1: Your naked body is not something that you don't no. want people to see or to be ashamed of. No. Like
0: And I'm like, it's not sexual. And he'd say, Oh like and I said, you know what? When they start to get uncomfortable, they'll stop coming in. And that's, that's right. What they and did. that's exactly what happens. We've had this conversation. Yeah. You said that about how DJ like it's not a big
1: deal. He would come in and sit and talk to me until I mean, you know, just a few years ago. He doesn't care. And he still even to this day, because I wear, like, a dressing gown when I'm mm-hmm. getting ready to go somewhere. And, you know, if I'm sitting with my legs crossed or Indian style in my little vanity area, he'll still come in and talk to me. He doesn't care. He's just like, it's just a naked body. He doesn't. Yeah. So I think um, not sexualizing body parts right. is much healthier. And even in your, you know, most in European culture, for the most part, like, they talk about sex so much more openly. Mm-hmm. Um And and Americans, it's for some reason it's taboo. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't I don't get it. So let's circle back to the strange people touching your vagina. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when you first start seeing a gynecologist, this this is this is what I was referring to. When you first start seeing a gynecologist, you know it may or not it may or may not be a woman, and it's typically someone that you've never met. And then all of a sudden, you know, they throw you up on this table. And you've got your legs spread wide open, and you have basically a stranger touching. Well, and, no,
0: and they say, they'd always have to tell me, scoot down, yeah, scoot down more. <laughs> well, and after the fifth time, you're like, do you want my ass to hang off
1: the table? Yeah, because that's of, where but, we're uh, headed. Like,
0: eh. Yeah, but, but so, I mean, my doctors, I've always had really good doctors, and they obviously are much more like, you know, you have the blanket over your legs and they come in if you haven't met them I mean, sure
1: but as a teenager when yeah. you're not sexually experienced you're going to the doctor you might be you might not do this until you're 17 18 19 years old but for the most part kids now it's as soon as you you know menstruate you start to see an OBGYN or most like most uh pcps don't do well, they don't do pelvics, anymore yeah. they don't do pelvics and so you have to get referred and so i just feel like at this stage in the game of vagina healthcare.
0: why is there not a better system well maybe there should be an introductory period like i feel like there should be come into their office first and then they say okay go get changed
1: maybe even do it as a group not have your vagina examined but like you come into the office as a group it's get to know your doctor so that you know the person who is then having you spread eagle on a table and literally
0: penetrating your body well i think what they should have is for a first time GY, OB, I mean, not, it's not an OB visit, hopefully. Right. But a GYN visit should be very, um, like you come in, maybe come into the office, mm-hmm. like their little inner office, you know, not the, right. not the their, examination their room. Right, actual office. Yeah. Talk to them and they say, okay, here's what's going to happen. We're going to put you on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to scoot your bottom down to the edge. You're going to take your knees apart. You know, because right. my doctor, what I do even now, my doctors and I love, my one, I love my doctor now. She's just a GYN, not an OB. Dr. Paz, you know, she says, you'll feel my hand. You're going to feel my fingers. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel my hand. You're going to feel me touch you. you're mm-hmm. So like, she's always telling me where she is going to be, you know, like right. be. like, And I
1: do think it's improved some, at least during my journey with getting, you know, mm-hmm care for the vagina. <laughs> it's, it has improved over the years. And I think a lot of times it's the doctor that you choose, but I, I just feel like it's so, I just remember, you know, I'm 45 years old and I remember the first time I ever had a pelvic exam and it was one of the most frightening experiences of my life. Like it was so cold. First of all, it was a man.
0: See, I always, I've almost, I've had a male doctor before, but I've I'm, had
1: both, and I've had both do it very well. I had a doctor here in town who was. See, amazing. I feel like if
0: I'm going to see a person who. I want a woman at this yeah, stage of life. Yeah, like I want somebody that has a vagina that can relate.
1: Right, but I did have a doctor here in town, and I won't say his name on air, but who was very gentle and very caring and gave the same level of, like, respect and care to the touching and descriptiveness yeah. and, you know, making sure his patients were very comfortable. But I, like I just said, it's at this stage of my life, I definitely want a woman. But in the beginning, when you're getting into, you know, it's it's such a I feel like it can be such a so again with statistics you're the research queen but the one thing I remember when I was looking up information for this specific episode just so I'd be a little bit more educated on it other outside of my own experience is that it's, I want to say it was 45% of women, because of a bad experience, will sometimes go up to 10 years without having a pelvic exam. Mm-hmm. They only go when there's a problem because the experience is so cold and uncomfortable that they're like, I'm not doing this
0: again. Well, my doctor now has real robes. Yeah. Not, not paper. Yeah. Real blankets. It's amazing. But
1: that's luxury medical care. You realize no, that? It's... No. No, it is. I'm telling you it
0: is. I'm telling you most offices are not like that. Well, I mean, it's covered by my insurance. I mean, it's right. not like I'm not, it's not a concierge doctor. No, right. But it's, but it's like, but no, it's, it's not just not because like that she everywhere. is a GYN and she is like, she is like, know she knows what it is to make a woman feel comfortable to be able to feel right comfortable like those paper gowns that rip every time you move and it's like i mean they
1: all the, the point is the point is they all should be that
0: way yeah and they're not like i think especially about, for for when you're going for there was a period in my life pe- you know pelvic exam
1: where the only thing i could afford was going to the public health department yeah that was some of the worst experiences I've ever so there was a time when I was having some issues and I won't get into like the super medical details but where I was having some issues and I needed to go in to have a second exam they literally asked me during the like lobby interaction like hey we have a teaching doctor on staff today do you mind if other people come in the room and like watch your examination and kind of go through as he goes through the process of what's happening today I said no I I am not comfortable with that I would rather just have the doctor and a female nurse Mm -hmm. four people walked into the room with the doctor as I'm spread eagle on the table well that's yeah that's bad that's just it's just not not, it's having no respect for what you're experiencing as a woman and I
0: think a lot of it is because it was a male doctor I was going to say, cause one of my, um, dear friends who I love, she is a family nurse practitioner and she actually worked at a clinic, a free clinic and she didn't get paid. She did it as a volunteer a couple days a week, um, and doing like pelvic exams. And I know her level of care was outstanding because she cares about her patients. Um, so. Yeah.
1: And I don't, I'm not saying it's like that at every, I'm just saying there have been, I, you know, I've, moved to several different cities as mm-hmm. an adult woman I've been getting care you know caring properly for my vagina for quite mm-hmm. some time now as we both have we're in the midlife state
0: yeah it's well, been
1: we've been having these exams for 20 plus years now no and so, I've been
0: like for 35 years yeah oh yeah oh my gosh. yeah it has been because I think years. I went at 16 because I was just having really terrible mm-hmm. like menstrual cramps and you know so yeah you
1: are you're you're right it's been it's been close to 30 years for me it's been over 30 years for you and I I know that the fact that it happened one time was too much and it's happened to me a couple of times times, yeah yeah
0: all right well let's talk about designer vaginas like just like how we talked about plastic surgery and you can like decide to do things to like um to fix what you know has changed like all the things that
1: gravity is impacted yeah yeah, gravity sucks (laughs) right
0: we figured that out but um but so when you think about like designer vaginas there's like you were saying lots of things vaginal rejuvenation some of it is done for cosmetic reasons and some of it is done for medical reasons so incontinence sometimes um can be um we talked about like correct so vaginal corrective treatments is actually what they call it. And they're they can be done for cosmetic reasons or to solve age related problems such as lack of vaginal tightness and urinary incontinence and lack of lubrication, which we talked about. So what some types of,
1: proje- of of projects? What types of vagina projects? What types of um, procedures would you have done to fix these? Okay, specific- so
0: there are two different kinds. There's surgical treatments, okay, right, which is like Vaginoplasty, I think is how you say, it, or vaginoplasty. <laughs> I don't know, vaginoplasty, vaginoplasty. Yeah, it just tightens your vagina. It's done um, surgically, and then um, labiaplasty, which is where they change the size and the shape of your labia, um, and that is typically more considered. Like the labiaplasty is definitely considered more cosmetic because that's the outside what it looks like on the outside right. the reconstructive stuff is like the vaginal vaginoplasty where you've like got such a lax vagina you're you you can prolapse your vagina right so yes. it can fall it can like a
1: like fall a out. Sock it can inside yeah. out mm-hmm.
0: yeah okay so they may need to go in there and so type. what causes that do you have any idea oh uh, childbirth childbirth stress yeah. um having um um what's it called constipation
1: mm-hmm. oh
0: really so because like bearing, have yeah bear, mm-hmm. like if you have to have if your bowel movements don't come easily mm-hmm. um and then age just like gravity right um we talked about lack of estrogen causing the tissues to like kind of not have the that same elats- elasticity you know because we stop producing collagen as right. much as we age um and so that is one of the things. Now, so those are surgical treatments. Um, so one is like more reconstructive. One is more like um, cosmetic. But then there's really that has come on the, um, you know, on the market. On the scene. Yeah, on the scene, <laughs> on the vagina scene, <laughs> the JJ scene. The latest. Um, is energy
1: treatments. Okay, so I see, this is one of the things you brought up, and I've never even heard of this.
0: Really? No. So it's like radio frequency? No. And they take like a probe and they put it up in your vagina. So remember how I talked about how I had the ablation? Yeah. The radio frequent ablation and yeah. it was like a balloon and they mm-hmm. put it inside your, your uterus. Well, this is instead like a probe that goes up and then they it uses um, electromagnetic... Mon- electromagnetic <laughs> i can't <laughs> my mama. electromagnetic ways to heat the vaginal tissues to cause it to like contract and tighten so is it kind
1: of like um like the tins thing that you might use like to tighten abdominal muscles and you know yeah. neck muscles
0: but it's like for but, your vagina but it's instead of like instead of electricity, the little patches. it's electromagnetic so it's like yeah, it's I, I I'm not a physicist, so I'm not going to even pretend to know. <laughs> it's, I
1: think it's the same concept. It's basically I mean, it's causing a s- similar
0: it's, concept, but uh, it's mm-hmm. not. It's using heat.
1: Oh, okay. So it so uses, is it causing? Does it cause your muscles to expand and contract?
0: No, it causes them to tighten. It's like
1: just contract. So, uh, so
0: think of it as like shrink wrap mm-hmm. for so, your vagina. Yeah, like if you put meat in a in a thing and then mm-hmm. they shrink and they pull out the air or. Or like I'm tr- a shrinky dink. I know. Yes. Do you oh remember God. Shrinky Dinks? Oh, my God. That is just
1: taking me way back.
0: I loved Shrinky
1: Dinks. Way back to oh the crack. Oh, my God. And then when... Oh, my God. Uh, I used
0: to love them as a kid, and then we did them when my kids were little. I loved Shrinky Dinks. Me, too. Okay, so it's a Shrinky Dink for your vagina. It's a Shrinky Dink for your vagina. That... Can we I mean, and that if that you're t-shirts? a physicist and you're listening and you're like, that is not what it's like, then let us know because yeah. maybe I'm... But that's just what I'm equating it to. Like, when you... You've got a shrinky dink and it's the normal size and then you put it in the oven and it shrinks, and it up. shrinks up and it tightens up and it like. Tsk, 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 right. Tsk, so, yeah, I like all the sound effects I make. <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK, so then. Okay. OK, so
0: that is one way. Energy treatments is with radio frequency and that's using, um, you know, um, the electromagnetic like radio frequency waves and electromagnetic magnetic waves. The other one is the CO2. Right. I have also never heard of this. Laser treatment. And it also heats up the upper layers of a tissue. So, like the inner layers. And then it causes the lower layers to make more. Co- so, it produces collagen. So, it doesn't do the same thing of like constricting up like a shrinky dink instead. Mm-hmm. it's It like makes your body produce more collagen. Collagen is that elastic stuff, Right. Right. That we're always trying to like... We ooh, want collagen, it all over everywhere. We drink it. <laughs> That's we right. slather it on our face. That's
1: right. In our hands and yes. everywhere else. And I
0: actually... Um, I think I mentioned in the previous episode that I was at a conference in San Diego. And there was a lady mm-hmm. who I met who that is... She's a an esthetician. Okay. But a medical esthetician. And that is what she does. She uses the CO2 on people's faces and on vaginas. On the outer labia, so interesting to tighten it up. Okay, ladies, so it makes it more designer.
1: I'm going to ask you for some feedback on this because I would like to know if this is common knowledge or if I'm just the most uneducated person about vaginal rejuvenation in the world. So find uh, I've us I've known about
0: vaginal rejuvenation fi- for a no, long no, 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 not time. just
1: that, but like these specific procedures. So find us at Midlife State of Mind Podcast on facebook and instagram or email us at midlife state of mind podcast at gmail.com i really would love some feedback on this tell me if have you heard of the co2 procedure and the shrinky ding for your vagina <laughs>
0: that's
1: what we're gonna like watch. vaginal rejuvenation yes i've known that was out there for years i mean i remember seeing a brochure for that when i was in my 20s but so that, that was been... you were seeing
0: it as a, so it that's a surgical procedure, procedure. yeah surgery. yeah 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 but now they can do it with energy rather than having in the in the the, the downtime is so much less instead of major surgery that's amazing
1: you I can mean, have it
0: done is it where like your outpatient? body does it oh it's outpatient totally do you want to know costs I want to know costs and I want to know
1: how many times
0: you have to have it done for it to work well like I think i now that I don't know for sure but um vag like if you have the surgery I think that's a one and done
1: right that's a one and done but like laser hair removal I was surprised to so know you have to go like 15 to
0: 20 times. Well, I thought yeah. it was like so vaginal rejuvenation I do I do know. So vaginal rejuvenation the or the radio frequency one I did read that it can take 3 to 4 visits.
1: But that doesn't seem outrageous.
0: No. Now the CO2 I'm not sure if that's also like multiple okay, procedures. Tell me how- the average cost, this is just um, what the average cost between for the, for any vaginal rejuvenation, right? So mm-hmm. labiaplasty, vaginoplasty, re- energy treatments, is four thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Is a is a designer vagina worth four thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars?
1: Honestly, I thought you were gonna say five to six times that.
0: What? I, n- I, I, listen, because twenty grand for a
1: new vagina. No, you know that I just recently started researching having some cosmetic. Yeah. surgery procedures and so well,
0: i was... surgery is probably more because you got no anesthesia. i'm talking
1: about just like lip fillers and stuff like that i'm not looking at oh, anything okay. major i did look into having the mommy makeover which yeah. if you're not familiar with that that's oh, basically that's like that's basically a mini facelift a boob job a tummy, tummy tuck, tuck yeah. that's basically what that is so i was looking into that and then i was just looking into some minor things like lip fillers and then your tell me what the procedure is for your eyes Blepharoplasty. So I was looking into that. I still can't say the word. So, and yeah. to be honest, I was expecting for everything I was looking into to be more expensive. Now, the mommy makeover was exactly where I thought it would be. It's it's between fifteen and twenty five thousand. Yeah, I was going to say. So on... I was expecting that. I was expecting other things to be. I mean, I thought like a facelift is like fifty grand. I had. I mean, I. Oh no! You can get a mini facelift while
0: you're awake. Yeah. And, I, so, and it's like five grand. So
1: $4,700 mm-hmm. for a designer vagina to me does not feel expensive. I'm not saying I have $4,700. I'm going to go out and spend that. No, right. But, but I are like to go from a 45 year old or a 55 year old vagina to a 25 year old vagina, five that's grand. That's not
0: going to make you have a 25 year old vagina. Doesn't seem like a lot. No? No. They said that too. Like it's not. So, it, so like, how many years has it taken me back? So re virginization. I can't even say it. Revirginization. 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 Yes. So that is where they like repair your hymen. I'm like, who wants that?
1: That was another one that I had not heard I'm like, of. Is that
0: a, is that just like a, is it a, a religious thing, thing or is a it? cultural thing? I don't know because I would never do that.
1: But there, you know, there may be there. I don't like we said we're not sure if it's cultural, but there may be people out there who want it for that specific reason like maybe that I don't I don't know I Mm. like I said I want to know if I'm the most uneducated people about like you know making your vagina younger or if this is common knowledge some of it seems like common knowledge things these procedures have been around for years and years but then some of these things I were completely new news to
0: me Yeah, well, clitoral unhooding. I was like, so that's another one. Yeah, that's where they now. That one I've read about the tissue that normally covers the clitoris, which I'm like, why? So why? What is the
1: what is the internet? And do you know that
0: your clitoris or clitoris, Mm -hmm. which do you say neither? What do you say? The
1: abbreviated version.
0: Okay. I don't like that word.
1: I don't love it, but that's the one I use
0: when okay. we're talking about it. Uh, I, say, <laughs> I say clitoris, but mm-hmm. you can say clitoris. Mm-hmm. Either one. Tomato, tomato, potato, mm-hmm. potato. Weigh in. Cuisines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so your clitoris, clitoris, mm-hmm. you know, Well, first off, I can't remember the exact number, but so let's just... I'm going to guesstimate, okay? Mm -hmm. The male penis has like 5,000 nerve endings in the head of the penis. Yeah, this... Yeah, Do you know how many the clitoris has? No, tell me, but it's insane. It's like 8,500 to a 9,000. Yeah. Yeah. So, but here's the other interesting part. Your clitoris, you only see a small part of it. Right. And it goes all the way back. It's like a... It's like a root... That's just the bud. So it's like
1: your look. It's it basically looks like a tooth. What? Right. Oh, the roots. Yes. Okay. I'm like, what? I did not originally make this analogy. I saw this analogy on one of the research websites that we looked at. Okay. I was just thinking like what,
0: like a tooth. So it it was a video
1: that I watched, and the doctor was describing it. Was describing it like. It's you only see a small portion on the surface, but it's there are roots
0: that go way deeper, so way deep. And that is where um, they have something called G-spot amplification. Has anybody heard the G-shot? Alicia hasn't. She already told me. Yeah. I, I... Basically, they take um, a I think it's um, collagen again. Mm-hmm. Collagen mm-hmm. is our friend. And they inject it into your G-spot. So that it makes it bigger, so that it's easier to be. um, See, these are the things
1: I felt like before you and I had this pre-episode conversation that I thought you knew
0: a lot. I thought I was pretty
1: educated about my vagina. I did not. You don't know diddly. I don't. I did not know that all of these. Well, I think I know a lot. I'm teasing. But I did. Here's the thing: is I did not realize that people were out there spending thousands of dollars to have their vaginas constructed into something new and exciting yeah that's what it is like okay so tell me more about the g shot what it so, so it's just
0: basically collagen they put it up inside to make your g spot i guess sensitive? more prominent and okay. sensitive yeah so okay. that like it can be so it enlarges. stimulated by um intercourse okay by penetration not just from your um clitoris on the outside um it's funny. I watched a show. I can't even remember what it was about, but they had this older couple. They were in their probably 60s or 70s. Right. And she was having the vaginal rejuvenation surgery, the vaginoplasty. Right. Because her husband said it was like throwing a tennis ball down a hallway, rolling a tennis ball down a hallway. And I'm like, sir, you need to just grow your penis. Right. Like. <laughs> Why Listen, is it always up to us to, like,
1: make changes? And like you said in a prior episode, I bet if this was a problem, like, when when people started really talking about um, erectile dysfunction, what did they do? Viagra immediately, and guess yes. what? The government pays for it. So it's, you know, ins- it would yes. pay for it. But does insurance pay for this stuff?
0: No. It Absolutely rarely. not. Absolutely not. Unless it's medically necessary. Yes. Yeah, so there are women who, during childbirth, have a traumatic childbirth experience experience Mm -hmm. and can have lots of ripping and tearing Mm -hmm. and can make it yes. so that is definitely covered by insurance It you know they have to cover that but like if it's just like oh like I've got laxity in my vagina and I you know want to tighten it yeah they're going to be like no I mean like which is
1: bananas to me like we'll fix we'll fix the erectile dysfunction Mm -hmm. we'll fix it on the male side but we're not going to fix it on the female and and I don't know this for sure, but maybe you do. So with Viagra erectile dysfunction, are there there other medical conditions or is that
0: just for sexual pleasure? No, it's just for getting and maintaining an erection. So for a man... So erectile dysfunction can either be the inability to get an erection or an ability to sustain an erection. No, no, no. I know what it is and I know what Viagra does. But what I was asking is, is there a medical uh, need for that? Okay, so... Interesting. I don't remember what it was for, glaucoma or whatever. Viagra was not originally um
1: made. I did know that. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is that insurance will pay for Viagra and Mm -hmm. the only purpose it serves as far as your penis is concerned is is for erection. Is for an erection and that and for sexual pleasure. But these issues There's no like
0: it's not like, oh, it's gonna like keep you from getting blood clots right so
1: but for women a lot of these issues can actually be tied to other health conditions Mm -hmm. but insurance doesn't pay to repair them and that's bananas to me yeah I mean yeah ladies we gotta I don't I'm not saying I'm gonna start a movement I
0: don't know like your insurance I don't know I don't yeah like I guess you need a insurance lobbyist to like we but need it's, some women lobbyists. who. I like, feel
1: like it's something we should address as a as a group. I'm not sure how to go about that. But know. all of these conversations that we're having, I just said to Aaron the other day, like I am. This is the one thing that could get me into politics is is the health vaginas. Of our, vaginas. <laughs> it's vagina. <laughs> it's fighting for women's health rights. Yeah. yeah. I, I could see me lobbying for that.
0: I'll support you but I will never run for anything political. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many skeletons in my closet. I'm well, just kidding, yeah. I don't. But I just like I just have no like po- political um, I don't have any desire to do it
1: either, but I just feel like the the two sides of this fence are so uneven and it's 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 extremely frustrating. Yeah. So we're going to link to some resources with some information to some of the websites where we got our stats and um, where we, we got our facts about these procedures. And if you're interested, you can, of course, refer to those resources. I think that wraps up our, um, vagina series, vagina series. Of course. And I'm sure it'll come up in other yes, I mean,
0: we're not, we're not totally like writing off vaginas at this point. <laughs> we're I never mean. writing off vaginas, <laughs> but I think we're done for this short yeah. series. So follow us on our socials. Um, the state midlife of mind podcast on Facebook, Instagram, midlife state of mind po- podcast Facebook, at gmail.com to email us, give us your feedback, your thoughts, um, like or excuse me um subscribe to our podcast leave us a review um share it with your friends with your lady friends we know your friends want to hear us talk about vaginas
1: so just go ahead and put it out there and we love you so much for listening and we'll see you next week Bye. bye